What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) All right. Yep. I mean, as I might not be able to fill a man's shoes. Come on. But I can try on his glasses. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> These are my Star uh, Wars glasses. I thought I'd wear them tonight in honor of, of the man, the myth, the legend, yeah. Matthew Brady. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there that's, it is. That's unreal. That, you, that, is, that is the last thing I expected. You said this was going to be some type of reveal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, friends, you're going to have to check this out. This is, uh, I, I think you outdid him. And I, th- I think you stole. Oh, dude! Here, right? I, 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 I actually, I actually flew to Portland, got these out of his closet. Okay. He was saving these for like the 50th anniversary or something. I, I got think. it. I got it. But I got it. Got dude, a that Trixie <laughs> stole him out of his, stole out of his secret stash. Oh my god! I and said, I do. I got a yeah. co-pilot. I got a co-pilot flying with me. All right. So, so here yeah. in the Outcast, this is my first time. Never been in hyperspace before. I, I used to. Right. I used to follow. I used to watch a couple rebels, but one of them ended up being a Sith Lord. But I, we we don't. We'll stay positive. We won't talk about that. <laughs> we won't stoop to that kind of level. Right. right. But I got a little friend here. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wait a second. Uh, this is Dash Rendar. Uh, but I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call him Kylo Ren. Uh, not Kylo Ren. Jeezy count. Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn. I was gonna say it's there. either Kyle Katarn or. Or Dash, I couldn't really tell. Oh my, where did you get that? I think he came out of a Happy Meal, man. Are you kidding I me? He, I think he came out of a Happy Meal. Right there he is, baby. That is fun. Is this head turn? No, shoot his head. There, his torso does. He'll sit right up here, okay? There's what? Dash. That, yeah, keep Dash right there. I, I'm going to look this up real quick. I, I don't think that I know or that I if knew. You, if you put Dash on your dashboard, would he be Sprint? I don't know. Would he be Double Dash? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, Would it be a Kardashian? I don't know, man. I mean, whatever. So a lot of deaths. We're a lot in of hyperspace. Dashing around. That's a lot of <laughs> dashing around. Uh, I'm looking up toys here. So Dash Rendar toys. My parents moved, right, recently. And, yeah. and they were going through the rest of their stuff. And I saw Dash in a, uh, I think we, he was in these old library, library card uh, drawers that my dad had. And I, ha I think I had him tucked away in one of those old drawers, like as a kid. Been in our basement, and I think they moved it upstairs when they moved and left it in the house. And Dash was just hanging out there, man. Just Dude, waiting to be found. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Shadows of the Empire. Um, yeah, got, him, got him in a nice little box here. That is that is pretty sick. <laughs> uh, hold on to that. You know, I uh, always say his name uh, wrong. Prince uh, Shizor, I think is how you say it. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's, yeah, he's kind of the, yeah, you know, that's like his rival or whatever. You can find those. I think I've got him behind me on the shelf and I'm looking in my camera to try to find him. But, uh, but yeah, I, I actually, I actually got uh, him and I was trying to get Dash for Matt. Like Matt loves that character. Loves well, maybe him. If, if Matt lets me keep his shades, maybe I'll send him Dash. I mean, maybe we I can mean, send him Dash in the mail. If wow. he will cherish Dash, oh take my. care of him. Dude, dude, I'll tell you right now. I, well, see, I still have some. Like Shadows of the will. Empire is his, is his thing. His, it's a great game. game dude. He it's loved like, that game. Well, it wasn't you know? Dash kind of like they couldn't do one for about Han, so they had to create Dash. Isn't right, that sort, yeah. of, sort of why, yeah. why Dash is even around? Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's more to it, too. I mean, it's... Um, I can't remember, but that, that was well, an that, epic game, dude. Yeah, and that's the whole thing is, is too, that they're, they're, they're searching for, like, Han Solo. You know, like... The, that's what it was. Yeah, and that's they're... That's what it was. Yeah. Because don't, don't you, like, get to Hoth, like, right after the battle or something, or right before... Because you're on Hoth, right? Isn't that the one where you, you get to fly a snowspeeder? Oh, man, now you're, you're really... I think that's the one. You're really testing me. That, and you'd, what? you'd put the brakes on, or you'd go side to side, and it even had the back panels that flipped up and like did the you know like the way yes yeah awesome. i love I mean, that I, what i remember most about it was the was the train um oh yeah and, yeah um gosh it's like it's and so funny we're talking sweet. about a video game that the one time where we're talking about this game he's and we really <laughs> we really need was, Matt. i was told he was going to be here like is this uh, is he, yeah. he's not coming in he might pop he's in not, any second dude you he's just not never, back in the back playing um what's the chess game on the falcon you, you never, you never know, dude. Me, you're absolutely right. It is is Dash Rendar is is drawn into the battle on Hoth. Um, yeah. yeah, part two he confronts um, IG88, who leads him to Boba Fett. Uh, Whoa, wow. Dash Dash then saves Luke Skywalker's uh, life wow. by fighting a gang of uh, swoop bikers on my Mos Eisley. So, but could wow. Dash be in the Mandalorian? Wow, I mean, could da wow. is Dash is Dash the Mandalorian? I don't know, dude. Wait a second, man. <laughs> where are you? Where are you coming from, dude? This is crazy. This is like, like did you see the look on my? I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? No, that's ridiculous. I no, just, it's not. You, you know me, dude. No, ridiculous no. Ideas, and every once in a while, they stick a landing. <laughs> no, it's actually not ridiculous because that—that's the coolest. That—that's one of those huge tie. I mean, here's the thing. Daggone it! If they're gonna do what I think they're gonna do, and we're gonna we're gonna hop into this here in a sec, but like, yeah. It, I mean, the Mandalorian's doing all sorts of stuff, deep cut stuff, where they're making tiebacks into uh, the the special edition, the holiday special. Um, I, I keep thinking, what bounty hunters are we going to see? And if this was one of those guys, you know, maybe he has a position in the New Republic, or he's still doing some smuggling or whatever. I don't really know. But if he saved, if he saved Luke Skywalker, he's. I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal, right? That's that you're getting something yeah. for that. 
They're getting yeah. something for that. So I'm looking here too. I got to figure out what's canon and what's. I mean, I know this again was, you know, pushed aside. Not even most of these <laughs> characters, but like to me, if you just said I, because they what they did with a character like Thrawn in in Rebels was Thrawn was completely Legends material when Disney mm-hmm. took it and bought bought it and everything. Um, not you a part of canon. Into, yeah, and they, they took that. They yeah. said, "Boom, let's bring that character in." Now all the stories that were. That were Thrawn stories back in the day. They're they're gone. They, they just the character comes back, and then you have to rewrite right. the backstory. You get new stories. stuff, and yeah. So let me ask you this. I guess I don't know. Is Kyle Katarn technically canon, or is he still in the Legends realm and has think, not been brought forth? Yeah, he's still he's still in the Legends realm. Yep. Uh, still Legends. Let's go. Bring him. Bring him, man. I know. Bri- and that could so, be a natural. If you want to tie in Luke Skywalker to the Mandalorian, right there. There's your in. Ah, uh, Lane, you're talking. There's you're, your you're, end, man. You're, you're literally talking about exactly uh, the, where I, that's exactly where I wanted to go uh, with this episode. Oh, sorry. So that's, wow, that's that's we amazing. Have scripted this. No, it's it's perfect because I am trying to think like how like like which characters do you want to weave into, you know, the Mandalorian? Uh, now, yeah. you, I think people would say it's a little bit overload because su- supposedly you have Sabine, uh, you maybe have Ezra Bridger, you maybe have Ahsoka, Ahsoka. right? Possibly, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, what do you think about those characters? Let's just get into this. Let's just freeform this. Did you want a small talk first? Because we can. What I are you mean, drinking right now? What are you drinking? Uh, what I'm drinking right now is some coffee because I'm, I'm, I, uh, I just, you know what? <laughs> that All right, pre-workout hey, wear off. <laughs> I did want to say something. So instead of showering, if you are looking at the video version of this, uh, you will notice that I'm a little, fl- I'm a little red in the face. Uh, you didn't jump in that shower? I, I did not jump in the shower. Do you know what I did? I said, you know what's going to be more effective? Than me jumping in the shower, it was Cold me water. rolling rolling the windows down. Yeah, take, taking taking my shirt off. Wow, Whoa. Pull, pulling a whole pull, pulling a Mount Vernon, just drive around, no shirt on. Let Did the this cold episode air. just get become explicit? Or I, I, yeah, that, it's that, definitely that marked now? explicit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's for sure. I I, I went <laughs> a full full Kylo Ren there. Um, Ben Solo, Ben Swallow, excuse me. Um, the one ring.net would love what you're doing with this material. They got real. I, I, th- that has been the theme nudity. for the last couple of weeks is, is nudity <laughs> and taking, taking one's clothes off. I don't know what, how that has, you know. As 3PO, Ooh. the same thing, right? What do you mean, naked? Uh, I thought of that but, uh, on my way stump, here. Man. I was like, I was, this is one of this is the uh, trivia trials, you know. What, I'll, I'll yeah. call you the reigning champ. I don't know that you're, I mean. I, I lost, though. I lost to Did Sarah. Did you lose? She, she beat me. <laughs> we were just talking. Okay, so since we're everywhere, since we're just, you know, all over the, the universe fine. here, we're on yeah. the outer rim, whatever. Yeah. We can do whatever. Um, well, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I was feeling, I was like, Winnie, you want to watch Star Wars? Yeah. So I popped yeah. in. I was like, you want to watch episode one, right? You'll love Jar Jar. What is, dude, I'm, I know, I know I'm going to make, turn people off, but like episode one might be better than any of the sequels. Oh yeah. Yes. It might be better than any of the sequels hands down. That yeah. is such a good movie. Yes. Of all of the prequels, I think it probably ages the best. Yes. I just love it, dude. I love I, it. And I think yeah. it is the most different like restart. It's so different from episode 7. Right. And it's so different from episode 4. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it, it is so it's original in and of yeah. itself. Um and we know like the like the the big ideas we understand there's yes. the force we get that there's jedi but yes. we're like what, yeah. you're blown away by such a such a i mean that whole gosh coruscant the scenes on coruscant naboo it all just really oh my gosh contrast with what we saw in a darker 
uh, galaxy that was ruled by the Empire. So yeah, and even yeah, and even like the um, even the Trade Federation characters are so interesting. Like I, I was just thinking, I'm like, this is so different. Maybe that's why people reacted the way they did. Is it was so different. Now plot line, I guess, is kind of similar, right? Because you have An- Anakin ended up, you know, young yeah. pilot blowing up the ships or whatever. But like, but uh, still though. How many different things were going on when he like he yes, blows that up I know. and then the duel of fates is going on? And I know, not only the duel of fates, but a ground battle. It was kind of like Return, yes. like like kind of like a, you know Return of the yes. Jedi. But yeah, wow. absolutely. Wow. Yeah, it's such a good movie. Like I, I, we started it and I was like, man, I could finish this tonight. Like this is I haven't yeah. watched a full Star Wars movie in a while, and I was like, I could just pop in episode one, and it's great. Yeah, it's great, dude. No, it it really is. Did what did uh did Winnie enjoy it? Uh, what, she kept uh, wanting to watch Chewbacca. She was like, "Can we turn this off and watch?" Oh Chewbacka? yeah, no, I get that. I was I like, get "Okay." That. And then we're watching, so I popped in uh, a New Hope, right? Or I didn't pop yeah. it in. Yeah, Disney Plus. I just literally, you know, clicked over, whatever. Okay. But um, uh, uh, we're we're in the you know we're in the Moss Moss Eisley Cantina, right? And anytime it cut away from Chewbacca, Winnie's like, "Where is he, Daddy?" Where is he? Oh he's, my! He's coming right up on me. It's just they're sewing. They're sewing another ter- character right now. Yeah. Oh, where'd he go? Where is he, Daddy? I'm like, he's in the background there. He's that big hairy. Oh, uh, okay. Like she just she's obsessed with Chewbacca. She's yeah. She just wants to she wants to know that he's still there and he's fine. I think she well, wanted more screen time for Chewbacca. Oh, who wouldn't? But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, she she knows her filmography. Uh, so you know, yeah. <laughs> I I'm with. And actually, remember when we were at the uh, it was, it was the Barnes and Noble um. Yes, she, she was drawn tra- to Chewbacca. Yeah, drawn who was that girl who played Chewbacca? She was amazing. Jamie. Uh, Jamie, Jamie was her name, and Jamie is actually doing. Uh, so she's with the Rebel um, Legion and um, does a lot of different things. Five hundred first. You know, she wow. cause she does yeah. all. I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you call it cosplay. It's pretty. It's it's an it's another level. I mean, it's just yeah. I'd call she, that possession because she yeah, I couldn't it, tell the difference. Right. Couldn't tell. Yeah. Super legit. Super, Peter Mayhew super was legit. was in that suit. I think, man. Did you know she's friends? She she was friends with the Mayhew family and like knew them. Oh my gosh! Like yeah, because she was one of the. I mean, she's Ohio Chewy. You can look her up on Instagram anywhere. Wow. And she is fantastic. Right before COVID hit, uh, she reached out to me and was trying to get just people who were interested in Star Wars to do things together as a group that weren't Star Wars, like bowling. Oh, that's cool. Just, yeah, just something different, just anything different. Yeah. And just kind of go out in Ohio and do and do fun socials. And I was re- I was all in. I was locked in. I was like, yes, I got some buddies. We can go do this. We can go to arcades. We can whatever. I'm yeah. down. Um, but then, literally a month or two, a uh, month and a half later, you know, there we go. Uh, closure <laughs> happens, and you know, plan ruined. But, Thanks a lot, pandemic. Yeah. So her stuff is like really, really, really good. And I, I just remember uh, when she was there that that uh, she's she's so good with uh, little kids, you know. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I was sucked in. I was like, is she making those noises? Yeah. Or is yeah. she like playing clips? No, that was her. That was, right? that was her. That was That's her. Unbelievable. I, man. I saw her with the with everything off and and uh, she had the, you know, the black eyed, you know, it was so yeah. it was so crazy because I've seen the behind the scenes where like Peter Mayhew like has. Yeah, his, takes his mask ha- off. And yeah. he's sitting there with, you know, Harrison Ford. <laughs> and I'm like. That's she. She legit like. It's like she was. We did everything but film the shot of her running onto the Falcon. I mean, that's exactly how legit you know she is. So she was. She's incredible. She's incredible. But Winnie loved her. She was attracted to her right away. And I remember holding. Winnie was like only six months old, I think, when we when you guys had that event. Yeah. And just entranced, just staring Right. right at her. 
You know, I, I've thought about different ways to end this show, and I, it's weird that I'm talking about the ending already here in the beginning. We're all um, over the place, man. Wow. Yeah, we're getting we're, our, our radar all, scrambled or something. Well, no. Uh, yes. Yeah. There's just, there's definitely a disturbance uh, in, in the force. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's flying casual. It's but, the shirt, uh, bro. It's the shirt. Look. Oh, you're wearing a dark side shirt. See, and actually, I'm it. wearing the, the uh, 40th. The 40th Empire Strikes Dude, Back. That's what that is. I thought it was a yeah. basketball jersey or something. That is no, man, so that, cool. Yeah, this this is pretty cool. Um, I got this just. Is that new? Where'd you brand, get? What? I've never seen that. Brand new, brand brand new, and I actually got the. Um, oh, dude. Yeah. So I, you can still on. you can still get these. Uh, yeah. Here, let me let me. Uh, I'll go ahead and put it on, on here real that quick. That is sweet. You know me. I, I made a joke uh, on on my is other that like channel. Your second hat. Is that like your second hat? Yeah, it's my, my second. Yeah, I mean, it, I lose hats. So hold on, I I, I, I I made a joke. <laughs> I was on my other channel, Sir Ezra the Watchful, and I, I adjust. I had to readjust. I didn't actually post it. I did like an op, like um, you know, one of those. What, what's it called? Like a pickups video where you open stuff up. Yeah. I had the box. It came from Star Wars Celebration <laughs> from the store. And legitimately, oh, you, did, you did an unboxing video. I, I did an unboxing video. I didn't oh, post it. I, do one of I didn't post so it bad. because of this hat. And I literally said to my buddy Lane, I was like, "This is going to be hilarious because." I have such Wait, a massive head, such a massive head. <laughs> you do, I know. You like literally on the ones that have the um, well, just the snapbacks. You're like on the last dot, aren't you? Oh on, yeah, on dude. A regular snapback. Yeah. Dude, you look like you're you're ready to go. As you look dude, like I, you're either I DJing on Moss Eisley or <laughs> you know something. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's this is great. I mean, so the, yeah, I got I got this. That's I got awesome. the um, I got I got the shirt. I got a black shirt as well, and it was all just 40th anniversary stuff. And I was like, this is pretty cool. cool. Darn it! I wish it was right over here. I could show you. It's it's the I got a Minoc, uh suction cup thing for for the Get window. Yeah, you know That's how you hilarious. know how it looks like it's got the little suction cup oh, thing yeah, on yeah. the Falcon. Yes. Yeah, so you can put it on on the inside of your car window, and it looks like uh, that is know. awesome. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. But, that is um, awesome, dude. Yeah, where I was going with that though uh, is that. At the end of the Rise of Skywalker, Chewie lives. I was gonna. I'm gonna start yes. ending this podcast with Chewie, Chewie lives. Chewie lives because I'm like. I was trying to think about. You know, I was. I was like, am I gonna say something? Am I gonna say what do you guys usually say here? Like Kylo lives or something? Right, and right. <laughs> ends in oh, I love Kylo Ren. I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense because he's Ben anyway. Right, he's, right. You know, redeemed, which is what. I, that's fine. Uh huh. Yeah, well, well, boy, Who doesn't oh, love boy. a bad boy, bro? Who doesn't love uh, a bad boy? Well, bad Ray girl, definitely you know? does. Ray definitely loves a bad that's boy. That's true. Or something. Woo! I don't know what. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe did she kill him, dude? Was that the kiss of death that she gave him? Was it murder? Good lord! Did Ray murder Ben? Did she steal his life force with a kiss? Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> he saved her. Yeah, it was just uh, like. But I just, that. So I don't know if you know. So uh, in in Legends, uh, Chewbacca dies. So I did not know that. Yeah, Chewbacca well, dies. I, um, I think it's in the series that Dave reads for Contingency Plan podcast. It's in the first book of that series. It's the New really? Jedi Order series. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Han and Leia's kids are actually not that old, and seemingly, who, it's who so him? well. So he sacrifices himself so that oh, okay. Han and everyone and his kids can sure. get off of the planet, yeah. and they make it as if Anakin well, that's what Solo, they did to Han. That's what they did to I, Han. Yeah, pretty exactly. It's sort of a. Wow. Did JJ know that? I don't know. I mean, I know that they considered. I'm sure that they, you know, read new kind of uh, some the no, major the major events. But I bet he didn't. He probably had no idea. Um, no idea. Someone okay, in I got, a mystery, I got a mystery hey, box right here. Someone in story group did know. 
Yes, they, so, right. But but they but Lane they it was probably Dave Filoni. They weren't talking to each other. All right, so clearly we That's can true. from from the sequels we can tell no one was talking to anybody. <laughs> uh, no one knew. Hey Ryan, why don't you take over the second uh, the Last Jedi? And and Ryan goes, Hey, so who's Ray's parents? Uh you tell us. You 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 tell us. I oh, okay. okay. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, what? Says, I want a shirt that says "Don't blame Ryan." Mm-hmm. Don't blame Ryan. I think I've, I think I've talked before about how I love what he did. It was just so different, and yeah, that that's I don't know, I don't know, but that's just me. If someone, yeah. if they, someone, you're right, man. Someone should have been overarching, looking at everything. Well, who's going to step checked. up? They should have checked. Right? Who's going to step like up if, and take ownership of that and say, you know what? Yeah, yeah. we actually told Ryan that he could make raise parents. Yes, no exactly, one. exactly. Who told him that? Was instead okay? of yeah, instead of going, hey, dude, just you know what? We're actually driving. We're actually driving to the fact that she's a Skywalker, man. So just, right. just you know, just like sort of lead that direction instead of saying, "Hey, man, um, you know, we messed up with Force Awakens. It, it was too much, <laughs> like everything we've ever done. Like, can you do something radical?" And then it's like, "Oh, you actually listen to us? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, um, we're gonna have to go safe again, man. And we're gonna wash our hands and say it was your fault. So you're like." The new Jar Jar, okay. So um, it's it's Jake crazy. Boyd, like people are gonna hate you, you know. So yeah, the thing, can I, real quick on that, I just because I I know it seems. I think like... he's won more Oscars than uh, than JJ. Just throwing it out there. Has he? Has he? I, I think Knives Out won. Did it really? Like Oscar yeah. awards. I'm pretty sure. Like for writing, well, I want to say. And but I think I think whatever. he's a great. I think he's a great writer. I think the thing is, is that people and I've I I totally get the arguments. Well, he doesn't know Star Wars. He doesn't. Okay, that's okay. Fine, fair. He didn't, but like, where's the guidance? Where, where are the people who, when you come in and you want yeah. this guy to do a Star Wars movie, you you say you have Story Group, you have to work with them, and then Story Group says, "Hey, so uh, we've talked to two directors, and and they don't know that Ray's, you know, granddaddy is Palpatine. Oh, wait, we don't know that either. <laughs> but now, write about it." But now, so but thing, now, like, but that's a backwards way of doing yeah. storytelling, and that is and not also, Ryan yeah. or JJ no. or the actor's fault. That no, is a that is a that is a hierarchy that is way above them. That is that that's somebody else's fault. That might I be mean, an under, and it might be an undersight of not of thinking like, well, we we don't need anybody. Kind of, they'll just work out. And whereas you know, like George Lucas, that was never the case. He knew where he was going, even if it right. wasn't popular. He he knew where he needed to get to. And I think it's I, I wanted to bring this up too because I'm glad you brought that up. Like a lot of times we, because I've heard some criticism with some of the directors for The Mandalorian, how they're not all Star Wars guys or Star Wars girls. And it's like, yeah, I get that. I get that. And so Ryan wasn't necessarily a Star Wars guy, right? Right. And I understand that's something you probably want, but I don't think it always works out. And I'll tell you why, because there's a Lord of the Rings guy, Peter Jackson, who did the Hobbit films. Mm -hmm. And just because he was a Middle Earth guy, didn't and, and a good director right. didn't make those good movies. Right. Like I know there are other factors, but I'm just saying Guillermo del Toro, not necessarily a Middle Earth guy. He's a creative guy. I think he would have done way better with the Hobbits. Yeah. Than yeah. Peter Jackson feeling like, well, I got to step in, or we're going to lose the rights. Here we go. Let's do three movies. Why don't we? Right. And, right. and I, I think the same thing with like Taika Waititi in um, uh, Mandalorian. Right. He's he's an artist. He's he's a, a prolific New Zealand filmmaker. Um, actually, if you go watch Boy, Boy's an amazing movie. Yeah. Uh, if you go watch, um, uh, was it Shark Girl and Eagle or something? He he has amazing like movies he did uh, that were huge in New Zealand and famous like nowhere else. Um, but what he did with some of those episodes were incredible. 
Incredible, yeah. dude. And sometimes yeah. I think you got to bring someone who's from the outside who knows enough of it, right? Right. But yeah. isn't like I would think uh, there's a lot of fans of Star Wars. I don't think 99% of them can make good movies or content about oh, Star for Wars. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous to think that well, that's a one-to-one correlation that Oh, well, I like it, so I can make something good in it. And, and, and Star Wars is, I mean, one of the aspects, what makes it great and, and this something that's lasted so long is storytelling. So good storytellers get in there yes, and, there and they, they tell great stories. Now, yes. at the core of it, you have morals and you have other characters who like Luke and I, I all the safeguarding around him. But, he, you know, it's like I, I'm with you in that I think you should bring in other people outside of that. But... The Mandalorian has a showrunner. Our TV shows yeah. have showrunners. Show they runners. oversee, and they are then, like, they know where everything's going. Um, yeah. Who were who was the showrunner or the the trilogy runner for the sequel? <laughs> you know, who was there through all of it overseeing? Yeah. That does that didn't happen. There was it, yeah. it really wasn't there. So the same thing with the Lord of the Rings TV show. It has two showrunners. Yep. Game of Thrones show, the Wheel of Time show, all these shows. But they have a showrunner who they've yeah. hired and said, "You're you're in this for eight yes. seasons, for however many seasons. You're the guy. So you get to kind of see this start 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 to finish. And that's the guy you lay things at that person's feet and say, yeah. Okay. And then they bring in the talented directors and the creativity and stuff and and kind of say. All right, guys. Here's where we're going. We were flying blind in the in yeah. the sequels, and I hate to say that because I do like them as individual movies. Um, there's parts of them that I think are epic that I, that I'm like, all right, that's really cool. That's really sick. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's some flashy, cool stuff, but at, as a cohesive, and they do they they make it work. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you had the the round peg square hole situation, yeah. and they they melted down the the round peg and reformed it into yeah, right. just a, I just they said just they, melt it down they, they um, cut a, yeah they cut a round <laughs> hole right next to the square hole and, and uh, yeah they said yeah forget yeah, that one let's go yeah. with this don't let's just go pay no here. attention to that square Close hole we were, we were aiming at yeah so I, like so yeah. I, I honestly I felt um I felt they would be more they would have because I, I think Kylo Ren Ben Solo is one of my favorite characters I love um, Adam Driver, like I love, and, and these movies made me fall in love with him. I mean, I'm I'm driving hardcore for him to return as, or, or not to return as, to cut to be cast as Elros in in the Amazon Lord of the Rings. Oh show. Yeah. yeah, because he would be a really cool elf. Absolutely, I think Ab- he'd be. I just want yes. his presence in Middle Earth because he would kick butt. Yes. Um, but w- even with one of my favorite Star Wars characters, I. F- Thought you know, hey, like rewatchability. I'll, I'll I'll probably pop in every once in a while. Rise of Skywalker. I'll throw in Last Jedi, Force Awakens. I don't have the slightest desire to watch the movies mm-hmm. again. Like yeah. I would rather go back and watch the prequels. Yeah. Which it, before before I think the sequel trilogy was completed, I wouldn't have felt that way. Yeah. Just as a casual fan, I'm a very casual. Yeah. Fan, which yeah. is good. Um. But uh, um. You know, I, I just, I, I, there's no desire for me to go revisit the stories. I don't know why. And I, maybe it's partially because this is coming out and that's in my mind now. Like, in the fact that, like, Daisy Ridley was the one who was saying, yeah, I had no idea who I was. And it seemed like it changed a couple times. And, yeah, it was kind of a mess. And, you know, even some of the criticism that John Boyega had. And it's like, it, you can almost kind of feel it, dude. You can almost kind of feel it that in the first movie there was this energy. There was this hopefulness it seemed like they were a more cohesive unit. And yeah. I know that they kind of got, their characters kind of got split up, but that was probably part of it too. By the third one, I was like, 
the magic's kind of gone. Like yeah. there's a little bit there, but it feels sort of, I, know. I don't know. And you and I, we saw it together, right? Yeah. We saw it together, man. We did. And, and I remember it was a rush the first time because I was like, what did it? Because I couldn't process it. So much. It, it was so much. I yeah. couldn't process it all. And then I watched it again with Sarah and I was like, oh, okay, it's all right. It's, it's okay. But it's not right. my favorite Star Wars movie. And no. I didn't feel like it. I almost felt like I had more questions after I, watching it than yeah. I then answers. And it was like, how did this even happen? And well, and, I don't, and know. The, I don't know. Here's, here's something interesting. I, I like it in that, like, it still does allow me to speculate. But you know what's interesting is they kept saying it's the end of the saga. It's over. It's done. So, and I'm like, man, I felt more satisfied at the end of Return of the Jedi yeah. than I did at the end of this. I don't know if it's yeah. even necessary yeah. then, you know? Like, if you weren't going to leave us as satisfied or more satisfied that's a great at, the, point. At, at the end of Return, why do it? So that's where I said, if since that didn't happen... Uh, there's not been a lot of other content creators really because Mandalorian is kind of dominating. We're going to get there, but it kind of dominates yeah. the, 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 the discussion now and this gap filling for this 30 years. But I think where I want what I always love to do is look at the story continuing. I still, I love to think about where is that going to go? Not a lot yeah. of people are doing that because that's been kind of the signal. Is that like, nah, 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 hold off. We're not, we're not even going to go that like we're done with the timeline moving forward. We're going to go back in time and we're going to fill in gaps yeah. or we're going to go way back, you know, to the old Republic. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. great. But I'm just like, am I going to have to wait 30 years for Daisy Ridley and all these guys to, you know, and do you think they would you know? come back? Do you think they had as good know. of an experience as even like some of the individuals in the prequels? No, I, I don't think they did. And I, unfortunately, I think it started off, like you said, that, that, that they did. And, and again, it was life changing for, uh, for them. Um, re you know, recently sure, Daisy yeah. and John have talked about that, it being very life changing and, and that they are thankful. Um, but at the same time, there's still issues and problems and that was good to hear. I'm, I'm happy to hear them, you know, talk about that, but, uh, it, it's, it's, it's not just one <sighs> thing though. One, one thing I talked about with Matt is like, we actually knew there were problems, you know, when John started kind of making, you know, connections to race and stuff, I said, okay, I'll, I'll hear that. I'm not, I'm not there. I have yeah. no idea. And that's fine and all. And then I said, um, John, I'll tell you this, buddy. I don't, I, you know, you, you gave me an explanation as to why there were issues and maybe that was a part of it. There's a yeah. whole bunch of other stuff going on too, buddy. Yeah. I, and yeah. I don't think he, I, he, I don't think he wanted to speak to that or was, you know, willing to, and plus with the times and things that are going on. But I bet if other people came out and said, guys, cause I used to chalk it up to Carrie Fisher's death and just say, well, that probably had a lot to do with it. Um, I but hate even, to be, I because yeah. I even think like I I think you're right in thinking that that ultimately wasn't because they were phasing all of those original trilogy characters out anyway. Yeah. Like you you, you know you you learn that it's it's not about them anymore. Like they're they have minor roles and that also got kind of awkward too at times. I felt I think the best the best one was Han Solo. Like the way Han yeah. Solo went out, it was a memorable moment. Like top three moments from that trilogy, I'd say. Yep. It was meaningful. It was it was heartbreaking. It it gave um, it ended up giving a, a, a wonderful arc for uh, Ben, right? Yeah. But yeah, um, like Luke's was kind of weird. It was yeah. just different. It was a different kind of thing. It was again, it was something that we hadn't really seen before, right? The Force yeah. projection. It was it was it had it been canon previously, and then they used it and made it more well known or something, right? Yeah. And yeah. then yeah, Carrie's Carrie's death was terrible and then like how it was 
she was kind of like you said like let's cut a round hole you see her over here she's the square hole but let's just cut a round one and, and stick the the peg in there that's what the, the last movie felt like that conversation between her and ray i know there's only so much you can do i was like why is this even in here yeah it, it's, I, it's bad it's bad well and i know that they were trying to you know that they, they again used they didn't want to just do some she that she had passed away in between the movies no. and, and the type of thing they could have done that too. Uh, yeah, I don't they, know. Could they have? Yeah, they I mean, they, could, they could have, but I don't think it would have been good. I think people would have been like, "This is disrespectful," and what I think people would have gone, you know. Um, but there's there's an there uh, to be in it the whole movie. It was just it was different. It was pretty good. It was it was interesting how they did it. I know it was awkward, and that's the whole element that JJ had to dance around. But it was pretty interesting to have her say Ben's name and for that for her to reach across, you know, yeah, that's space true. and time. That was pretty that's cool. True. And and that's I'll take true. I'll take that as. Uh, a creative way to to kind of try to wrap that up and it's her last yeah. you know thing yeah. but I, I think it's way more than that though when daisy ridley came yeah. out in her interview and said so they said did you know who you were a palpatine going into she's like <laughs> even like in shooting like they're actually shooting or running through dialogue or whatever she goes like they came to me at one point and said well you might be a like, I mean, they were tossing around. She goes, in the beginning, it was like she had heard rumors of Kenobi. She had rumors of, of and then we're talking not like from, you know, media or outlets or whatever. Uh, oh, man, from like the writing team, like the, they didn't the know. crew. They, oh, my god, They didn't know. They, they didn't know. So she literally, see, that's, it's, that's it's the Rise of Skywalker. And yeah. in the middle of the Rise of Skywalker, she actually even said JJ came to her at one point. You have to look this interview up. And, and he basically says, so, hey, we're thinking about you know uh, making you we're a thinking about oh we're my ma- making you a skywalker and then, See, and, then, and, then and then and then she was like maybe and then you know maybe a palpatine i mean her she uh, her own words were like the way it came down to her was they were still figuring it out and having talks back and forth at that a higher bad. level about who ray was that while they're so making bad. the rise of skywalker i think you that know what is, that is that's How like, can you write towards you that about, ending? You, uh, yes, you want to talk about disrespectful, dude. Because here's here's what would have been respectful is you had an idea, or even if you didn't have an idea, you don't tell Daisy because you can have a big reveal. All sure. right? Like what you're explaining is the opposite of what they did to Mark Hamill. Right? Mm-hmm. George Lucas knew. He wanted that authentic reaction, right? Isn't that an authentic reaction when, when he finds out that, that he is Vader's son or Vader oh, tells him? Yeah, you know, no, no one knew when he, yeah, no like, knew, like, right? like Empire. But so go, walking, walking out George there. Lucas, well, yeah, George Lucas he, wasn't yeah. coming up to Luke going, hey, you might be a Kenobi or, no. or you know, you, you might um, actually it wasn't might be in your half brother. We don't know yet. Um, no, yeah. We know we're shooting the scene in five minutes, but just sort of act surprised no matter what you hear. Okay, all right. I, could, I know that George Lucas is not from Chicago, but yeah, I I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I actually since since they do voiceover, I could be wrong, but I think um, I think that what is actually said to Luke is something different. I could be wrong, but like it's, really, it's, okay. And then and then they do something with the. Vo- I could be wrong about that, but it was regardless. It was. Like either 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 in afterwards Hamill finds out or walking in it's easy they're okay. like this is happening. I thought it was and like it was pretty tells soon. Him, oh yeah, yeah. Right. but jo- but yeah. George um, knows and, and some of the producers yes, and right. That's like the a main small yeah. you know yeah. tight tight group. Whereas you're like pretty much sharing. Hey, we don't really know yet, but uh, just hang with us and we'll figure it out. And 
That would that would as an actor, I'd be like, what? Do you even care? Who who knows? Do you even yeah. care? Right. Like, if you don't know by now, just make a decision. And like also, that just it reeks of no confidence and just yeah. just total it like just poor poorly managed. But I, I mean, I couldn't do any better. But I, yeah. you know, if like if if you're so, uh, so. yeah, if you're like a notable um, I don't know director and writing team and stuff, then I would think you'd want to have that figured out. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and and yeah. So, anyways, the, the sequels are there. We go. Thoughts on the thoughts on that are, are interesting. Yeah, moving on. So the Mandalorian. Um, we were talking about Dash Rendar. We were talking about Kyle Katarn, and <laughs> yeah. I recently in one of our YouTube videos, I was bringing up the idea that like, where do you go to find these Jedi? Like, who would know about them? Um, Baby Yoda, the child, yes. is supposed yeah. to be returned. Like, wouldn't someone like Kyle yeah. Katarn know? something about luke's academy or maybe you would is, think is right for, or is, is also on his own journey to to hunt down artifacts and you come across the guy I mean, yes. even for one yes one, one episode, episode if kyle and in the mandalorian yeah. passed that would i mean that's well that's what i'm that's what i'm cheering for or maybe yeah like you said he has some sort of information that can help him get the child to where you know, he, she wants to go right. Or needs to go. Yeah. And then I'm also thinking like everyone wants this tie in with Luke, right? Well, wasn't Mara Jade Kyle's apprentice. Mara Jade Kyle's apprentice. I don't know. Um, I don't well, might've been, I, I, I have to go I think look for some reason. I'm remembering from the video games, Jedi apprentice, uh, no, oh. what was it? Jedi's app apprentice or something, which was one that starred Kyle. And I thought he and Mara Jade were connected somehow. I know they're in that game. Um, let me let me look real quick. It doesn't I, doesn't Mara Jade end up with Luke, right? Yes, yes. Or, or at least in in, um, in in Legends, right? Yeah, yeah. And I I, okay. I thought let me just um, yeah. So his also oh, his master was Mara Jade. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay, 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 okay. There you go. There you go. Well, there. Still, yeah, it's, but still, there's it's a, connection. It's a connection yes. to Luke. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I would love it because I love that character. Uh, like, you know, you couldn't oh. get video games that were based on the movies. You had to, you had to go with, you know, you had to go with um, the Jedi, Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Two, um, yep. Jedi yep. Outcast, and you got to know Kyle Katarn really well. Yes. and you ended up caring about Kyle Katarn a lot, and his sort of his, like he was a blend between Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. And that's yeah. the because I think you got guys who like Han, you got guys and girls who like Luke, right? But Kyle's the ultimate because he's a crossover of the two. He's like kind of a rebel. He's been a uh, he's sort of slimy, but he's also you know like been a Jedi I, and then fell and then came back. He's awesome. I love him. I love him. I'm telling you right now. Uh, you know, one of the things when we were going into the you know the the rise of Skywalker and even now. If you show me like anyone who was a master at Luke's temple and not just yeah, Luke, but like yeah. that Luke had trained early on and they went and started different academies or, you know, we don't know any of that. We don't know um, whether he had, we know that he had that, that academy with some younglings and some, mm -hmm. some others, there's even a, a Kylo Ren comic where you do see some others who are Jedi. Um, it's not, there's no distinction between whether they're masters or not, but Ooh, okay. like, um, they were just being trained by Master Skywalker. But if Kyle Katarn like, was someone who was traveling or you know, uh, <laughs> you know, knows Luke in some way, and they start that story arc, I'm telling you right now, 
if if they if they let if they said to me in the Mandalorian, this guy walks on the screen. By the way, he's Kyle Katarn, and he says, and and someone's asking him about the Jedi, and he just all of a sudden starts talking about Master Skywalker as oh, if he as on. if he knows him. I, I I'm in. I mean, you've got That'd be awesome. You don't have to do any convincing. You just the fact that he knows yes. Skywalker, and I'm, and there's ah. Okay, so here's here's also what I'm thinking too, because I, I know that it seems like, well, you just love Kyle Katarn, you're really pushing him kind of hard. I am, but I'm also thinking from perspective of this is really the biggest thing Star Wars has going for it right now, right? Yes, yeah. is, is Mandalorian. I mean, that that's it. Okay. Yep. Yep. Like that. That is, I, I would say, universally popular. Is, does anyone not like the Mandalorian? Is it a very small percentage of people? May, maybe, but we don't. We okay. don't know who they well, are. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Right. <laughs> they're they're in the shadows. Yeah. Um. You you have to kind of also be thinking. I would think anyway. How could we work someone or something in that could also become another series? Yes. Like uh, movies that you push just to Disney Plus, whatever. And I think Kyle Katarn would be the perfect one to cross yeah. over, come in an episode or two. And then you maybe like two years from now, you're like, you know, what? let's keep going with that Kyle Katarn. That's yeah. really super interesting. Let's yeah. develop his story a little bit. Let's let's go on that side of things, the Jedi side of things. Yeah. Yeah. So So hear me out. I mean, what... And, and there's totally a precedent for that because in after the um, after Return of the Jedi, when Luke Caravan goes of and, Courage, or, yeah, yeah, Caravan, oh, right, right, yeah. no, yeah, uh, <laughs> I do, I do. You can try to slip that in there somewhere. Um, no, we're not talking about Caravan. Uh, I would love to, but we're not. No, so so afterwards, you know, Luke is learning more, and, and he does what Yoda tell, and this is Legends. Pass on what yes. you have learned. Encounters Mara Jade. Encounters Corrin Horn. Um, uh, Kyle Katarn, all these guys, right? So that's like your first generation people who were maybe force sensitive. That Luke, then after he's the after he is the Jedi who like returns, right? He's he yeah. represents that. Um, so now he goes out and he finds these other adults, not kids. They're they're his age, mm -hmm. and they are you know older. And he trains them, or they were trained like Mara was was um you know trained ish by the emperor and was a dark side user and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. Whoa. And then, he, you know, he turned, yeah. okay. I think turns I her, some of that. Yeah. Yeah. He t turns her back to the light, all, all that good stuff. So you, you could have that wave because people are probably saying, well, no, I mean, Luke, Luke did all this stuff. And then, yeah, when Luke's old, we see him in, in the last Jedi, he had an Academy. He trained Ben just like in legends. Eventually he does train his own son and his nieces and nephews, Han and Leia's kids, uh, Jason, mm -hmm. Jaina, and Anakin, they go to an academy. Well, by the time they go to the academy, you've already got these other guys. You've already had a, a whole, you know, I don't know how many years it was, 10, 15 years, where, you've, where Kyle Katarn and others are becoming strong in the ways of the Force. Yeah, so yeah. that's the gap we're in right now with the Mandalorian. Right now, sure. Yeah. Leading into that. When does he start his academy? How long is it running for? And... You know, and if you have someone like Kyle who, who's kind of wishy-washy in and out, you could you could kind of change his his uh, you know character a little bit. Then I, I also I also think ahead too because I think it was were you saying that Rachel was asking like in the sequels where is yeah. Baby Yoda? Yes, yeah. She, so like what does what does Ray does Ray know Baby Yoda? Yes, okay, yeah. there it is, there it is. And then I'm thinking like, what are we gonna see? Are we gonna see the child not make it? Like, why would we not have seen him? in the sequels where would he have been right wouldn't yeah. you think like i mean because you think That's about right. yoda right yoda was in the in the thick of things he was in the jedi council he was yeah a, a major player kind of a sort of a you know 
old guy by the side sort of thing, even into the even into the originals. Um, even though he he went away and disappeared, Luke had to go find him. So maybe that that could be part of it, I guess. But this this baby, this child, would be in his prime, right? Mm-hmm. During or at least you know, obviously older, Ish. more developed. I wonder what's yeah. going to happen. I just I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah. So so I've thought a lot about that. Like you know, are we just using the child? Did they even know about this? I mean, you have the whole force healing that the child does in, yeah, in right. season one right at the exact same time that the force healing is going right. on in the rise of Skywalker. So yes. that's interesting. And then you're like, so they've got to be thinking about those two in tandem. Um, does, does baby mm. Yoda, part of it is, is the cloning Palpatine. Were they talking and saying, Hey, we're going to bring Palpatine back, but we need, we also need something that kind of justifies how he was able to, Oh clone, yeah, right. Clone himself and keep mm-hmm. in pass his force essence. So is Baby Yoda what we use for that or the child? I know people are probably getting you know. I I, I say I'm gonna say Baby Yoda. I, I know they say not to, but I, I don't care. Pop culture. It's, it's what he's known as. Yeah. Well, do we know if it's a he or she? He. Yeah, we do know he. he. Okay. Okay. Yep. He. They confirm right. that. So, um, but man, I've 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 actually wondered. I I kind of think the whole idea here is we're taking Baby Yoda to the Jedi. I think this is it for Baby Yoda. I think season two, Baby Yoda is at the end goes okay, with okay. a group of Jedi and is safe and, and is put away. And what I'm wow. hoping, yeah, I because I, this is a story about the Mandalorian. That's bold. That's bold, man. Yeah, yeah. I know, I, but you know what it's become? It's become that relationship. I know, I know like it has. so much of it is, and they don't even like really talk. It's yeah. just yes, it's so cute, and it's like you, you see this this gruff bounty hunter who's not supposed to be not supposed to have attachments and he ends up keeping him because that's the same position he was in when he was found right i mean it's just like yep it is such an endearing um storyline and character pairing that to think of the mandal i mean obviously there's gonna be a lot a lot of that's developed this season and i don't i don't know like i I watched season one once, but I loved yeah. it. Every week yeah. when it came out, I looked, I really looked forward to it. it. Caught me off guard. I didn't even, I I'd heard it was coming out, but wasn't even prepared for it. And right. I fell in love with it. I was like, this is great. This is so different from, it's different enough, but similar enough at the same time. So you got casual fans like me who jump in and, and climb aboard and go on another adventure. Right. Right. But so season two has me, has me, I'm, I have expectations now. Like I have expectations. I still don't know. You know, this is a time period that I have, I have no idea, you know, who could jump in and out. So, again, I'm very much just sitting there wide-eyed, ready to see what's going to happen. No yeah. expectations that way. But that would be wild to think of the child and the Mandalorian not being together. Like, that would be that would be crazy. Hmm. Yeah, it, well, and, and I, I keep thinking about the, the future timeline beyond Ray. And where, yeah. where does Ray go? Oh, and, okay. and who, does she, who, who does she seek out? So I don't know whether it's season two. Maybe it's season three. Maybe this goes on for a little bit. He tries to get him with the Jedi. It doesn't work. But we learn about a separate, you know, group or uh, sect of, of Jedi. So, or just Force-sensitive users or the Church of the Force is some religious, air quote, cult. Um, yeah, right. Is like, yeah. like in the books, they're trying to bring kyber crystals that the Emperor, that the emperor and the Empire stole from I've heard Ilum. Dave talk about this. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to yeah. bring them back and stuff. And so that's that's pretty cool. Um, so that might be one of the groups that we, we run across. But you're right. It has kind of turned into this relationship. And they're a duo, man. They're a great duo. What do we, yeah. I mean, could, yeah. could, we, 
So what do we do? I mean, if, if at the end of season two, I kind of think he's on his way to return him. We learn about the Jedi. Maybe he's captured. Maybe it is season three. But at one, at one point, you are wow. going to have to... Baby Yoda is going to have to exit, I think. and, and yeah. um, Or the Mandalorian becomes a Jedi. You know, I don't know. Well, that's the other thing, actually, is is uh, one of the... uh guy that plays Moff Gideon was talking the other day in an interview that this season will explore the origins of the dark saber a little bit. Wow. Um, right. So I was like, wow. What? This is something I don't know much about the dark saber. I know that it ties into, um, wait, it ties into Mandalore, right? Yeah. It ties, it it ties into the, Mandalore. Wh- yep. Whoever had the dark saber was Mandalore. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. It was, okay. It, okay. it's kind of that, um, so that's it, interesting, it though, it, leadership. Yeah. yeah. It's a saber, right? It's a lightsaber. Yes. It's a black bladed lightsaber. Okay, yep. so that's a sort of a an interesting cross between the Jedi and Mandalorians. That's yes. interesting, right? I mean, you wouldn't yes. see Han Solo carrying around the the dark saber. You know what I mean? Like right. it's that's that's very interesting that crossover. Uh, huh. So so let me just real quickly, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll uh, just talk about the dark the dark saber yeah. here because yeah. this is kind of what we are going to be exploring, I think, in season two and and. It's this ancient um, black-bladed lightsaber, and as you said, yeah. in Clone Wars and Rebels, whoever has it, it kind of represents that they are Mandalore, that they, yeah. they are the yeah. leader right, of, of that people. Back in the Legends um, books, it was Mandalore's helmet. Um, whoever okay. had okay. his helmet, yeah, and back in the old video games, like if you, that was, um, oh God, I forget his name, but, but um, one of the Mandalorians who's with... Uh, with Revan and all those guys and Knights yeah, of the Old okay. Republic, like okay. yeah, he's looking for Mandalore's helmet, and that's sort of the the signal that he is Mandalore. Well, wow. it's kind of shifted now to this is a saber, and Sabine uses it, and she hands it over to Bo-Katan uh, in, in Rebels, and Bo-Katan is supposed to be kind of leading that group. Okay. Uh, that's Rebels. Uh, we don't really know... From from there, we know that the Empire comes in, and there's this basically the siege of, of Mandalore. We see a little bit of that in season one of the Mandalorian, yeah, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even not that there was Mandalore, but like like still just the idea that um, you know planets are being that's happening, and yes. Mandal- Mandalorians are seeing other worlds fall to what they their planet fell to, so they're helping out, and they have these foundlings right. and the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's 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 so different, right? I mean, back we have seen Mandalorians not walking around not wearing their helmets. I mean, yeah, right. So for right. them to all of a sudden now be wearing them, and for this to be the way, what right. caused that? Ha- why yeah, what is, happened? Why is this the way now? You know? Yeah. So that's bizarre, and now you have foundlings. It's more of a creed. It's it's. Do you changed. think they could work in the helmet of of Mandalore? Also, like maybe that was taken and destroyed maybe. or something, and that's why they all wear their helmets now in honor of that. Or maybe, maybe. I mean, is that I mean, some sort of thing, or or is it like it didn't even exist now? Is that kind of what the idea is? That yeah, that so, was never a in, yeah. in canon. That's not that's not how it went, how it ever was, I guess. So in in um, let me see here. So yeah, in in legends, Mandalore's. Let me just check here. Mandalore's helmet. Uh, or mask. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Oh, I think they wow. called it Mandalore's mask. It was a ceremonial mask um, that was worn by Mandalore. Here we go. And this is all marked as legends. Uh, M- M- Mandalore's mask was a ceremonial mask worn by the Mandalore, the traditional leader of the Mandalorian warrior clans. 
because um, they weren't a pl- it wasn't a planet in legends either right now it's or which well, one was it there's a planet yeah. of mandalore now yeah it, it it was a planet yeah and and um and still there were different clans there and so this represented oh, okay i got their you. their leader but I it you. you it did fall under attack with the jedi there, there was the mandalorian and jedi wars and and all these different things oh happened. Wow. So there was a lot of tension back in the day between those two um so to shift, you know, how I said they're kind of adopting some stuff that was substance that was <laughs> yeah. legends, and they're right. bringing that back into canon. They could do something with Mandalore's mask. They could make some hmm. tie, and I don't know what it would what it would really be. I haven't thought too much about that, but but maybe um, they definitely though brought in this idea of the of the dark saber, which was an ancient and unique black bladed lightsaber created by Tar Vizsla, the first Mandalorian ever inducted into the Jedi Order. Oh um, wow! Okay. Yeah, he's the first one. So again, these, the crossing between these two groups—that's very interesting. Right, right. So the weapon was kept in the Jedi Temple after Vizsla's passing, uh, but members of House Vizsla stole the saber in a conflict with the Jedi during the fall of the Old Republic. Um, so then the dark saber was passed down generation to generation by the ancestors of Pre Vizsla, who held on to the weapon even after the pacifist ideals of the new Mandalorians replaced the warrior's way of Mandalore. The Darksaber had special properties that allowed it uh, to parry lightsaber blades, uh, even being drawn to other blades with an almost magnetic pull. So, Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It does your it, fighting for you a little bit. Yeah. That's it's crazy. It's, it's pretty cool. So, you know, in, in Clone Wars, I mean, um, Sith Lord Maul, Gets it. He kills Visley. Then he takes the dark saber. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, becomes the leader of Death Watch. Uh, then Maul's old old master Darth Sidious shows up, and that that he you know he whoops him, um, <laughs> which is that's hilarious. I don't know if you if you remember that episode. Like Palpatine shows up and just, dude, he shows up and just lay. I mean, just waste. Owens Maul. Yeah. He, he just it, it, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Right. Such a, such a good character. Yeah. So such a good character. Yeah. Um. So then the saber, yeah, it just kind of keeps getting kind of, you know, passed down. Maul has it for a while. Um, let me see here. Did Maul continued to use the dark saber in several battles. Uh, Ord Man- Mantel, the assault of v- Vizsla. Let's see. During the Imperial era, the Mandalorian weapons expert and rebel Sabine Wren retrieved the dark saber from the Night Sister lair on Dathomir. Um, that's Ooh, so that's okay. Goes from Maul to there. So. So that's where it comes back into play. Later, Sabine brought the Darksaber with her and her rebel companions on their mission uh, to Crownist to seek her family's support for the rebellion. Sabine became the rightful wielder of the Darksaber after defeating uh, Viceroy uh, uh, Gar Saxon in a duel. And actually, you probably saw, because you were watching, you and Winnie were watching the end of the Clone Wars. Right, yes. and you were seeing so a lot of those Mandalorians yes. that we're talking about here were in that. Um, they're older, okay. so because Rebels is, is later, but we actually you actually saw some of them right there at the end of okay. of the Clone cool. Wars, which is pretty yeah, neat. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, this is also just kind of refresher me for, for for me real quick. So then, yeah. after rescuing her father from Imperial custody and destroying the super weapon she had built, Sabine gave the dark saber to Bo Katan. Um, wow whom she deemed to be the rightful person to lead the Mandalorians against the Empire. Next thing we know, uh, nine years after the, after the Battle of Yavin, so five years after Return of the Jedi, the weapon had yeah. fallen into the hands of Moff Gideon. So we don't really Man, know... We don't know what happened between them. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So Bo-Katan has it. Back in Rebels, yeah. I mean, before, uh, you know, episode four, yeah. she's using so the it. The whole somewhere. trilogy, it's gone. It's just missing. Yeah. Or yeah, somewhere it's, else in the possession of someone we don't, we'd never get probably, to see or haven't heard about yet, I guess. My, my, my theory is that, is that it was in the Emperor's vault and that he had... Um, oh, okay, okay. That, that, yeah, that, that he had it and had many artifacts. Um, uh, let me see. There's actually... The whole Thrawn trilogy books, the, you know, those... those uh, yeah, I haven't gotten into Thrawn yet. I really want to. I think I'd like Thrawn a lot. I think you would too, dude. I, yeah. it's, it's one of those places where I always tell people you, you kind of got to start... Um, you kind of got to start with Thrawn. Let me see here. <laughs> this was... Who, who, who would you pick to play Thrawn if you had to cast Thrawn? Who would you pick? Dude, I don't know. That's tough. That would be... Like a Benedict Cumberbatch or somebody? Or... Oh, my God gosh because he's a real cerebral guy right like he's real he's a tactician he's a he's kind of sherlock holmes like except for a little bit more like Ooh, would uh, it be too weird that he's been like dr strange and sherlock and everything would you want someone who's who's not as well known yeah you 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 probably would but you want someone who literally acts just (laughs) like like that (laughs) nicholas holt nicholas holt could be a good thrawn yeah yes actually and he can go blue he's been the beast right he has. He so has. So he can oh go blue. God. We know that. Oh, my God, dude. This is awesome, dude. Yeah. So, When's the last time we talked Star Wars? It's been a long oh, time been, since we talked Star Wars. It's been, it's been a long time. So I was trying to find that. that I think it's pla- I think it's the, the planet is, is uh, Wayland. But the Emperor has a vault with a bunch of stuff, and he hoards all, all sorts of different things. So yeah. uh, Darksaber's probably there. But um, the Emperor yeah, this was is, a hoarder. This is great. He was a hoarder. He was, he was a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, go in that room. It's just full of junk. Don't oh, worry. gosh. Gosh. Well, I mean, you saw in The Rise of Skywalker, he has a secret vault right up to the side that's of the throne room. True. Full yes, of stuff. that's very true. Who knew very that, true. right? My gosh. Um, yeah. But no, man. So, okay. Uh, you know, a couple things. So, we talked about the dark, the, the dark saber is going to be significant. Yes. Kyle, Kyle yes. Katarn being in this. What do you think um, about these rumors that we could have Boba Fett back? How did you feel about Boba Fett in the... Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm of the mind like uh, uh, and this this might again I don't know if I don't know if this is popular or not but I kind of like the idea that he did survive. So I guess it's really two things, right? It either could be the actual Bubba Fett that we know in from the trilogy or the original trilogy, or it could be someone who's wearing his armor, right? Isn't that kind of the two yeah. or those are two schools of thought? I'm fine with either of those. I think either of those is really interesting. Um, I think bringing him back. Why not bring him back? Like if you can pull it off and you get to where they do Tamura Morrison, would he do his voice? Is that what's rumored? Yeah, actually, I think okay. he's in it. I think he's in it. He's it's oh really? Oh, he's okay. So there you go. Um, because yeah, everyone no, thinks think... uh, uh, Rex. They think like he might play Rex. Um, but I think oh, Rex is yes. too old. Maybe. Um, but, okay, but so Rex is con- Rex is confirmed to be there at at Return of the Jedi, right on on Endor, the Force Moon of Endor. So oh, okay. it's, only, it's only five years later, maybe six now. Wow, so could okay. he still? He would be really could old. He still be there. Um, yeah. yeah. No. I, so I, I one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars um, like fan artist art is that one of Boba Fett and the Sarlacc like kind of Dyson with his knife, and it looks like he's battling his way out. Have you seen that one? That that painting? I don't think so. Oh, maybe oh, I dude, have. It's sick. He's it's like the tentacles are all around him, and he's like getting strangled, and his right. arms being held. But he's like he's got his knife out, and he's cutting, and it, he, yeah. he's putting up a fight. You know what I mean? Yes. And because I never really, I didn't really dig Boba Fett in the originals. It was like okay. I mean, he didn't like he he dies by Han knocking his jetpack and him like banging off the side of Jabba's yacht and falling it. Like that's 
Like seriously, like that's how you're gonna go yeah, out, bro. So I, I I mean, I've never been like a huge Bubba Fett fan, but I think what's like what the way people have latched onto him and fallen in love with him, and is he is wait so okay so because he his helmet is Mandalorian as well, right? Uh, or no, even because yeah. I mean it looks like all the Mandalorians. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, but yeah, he, but he's not yeah. a Mandalorian. He's He's the son of Django or the clone of Django, right? Right. An and unaltered clone. Right. And so he is yeah. still a, a, a Mandalorian. Um Okay. Yeah. But but he's because at is one he from point from the planet Mandalore or is he just of the of the clan of the of the do we know? Well he's That's he's where it gets dicey for me. I don't I don't understand all that. He's he's technically from the planet Camino, right? I mean <laughs> the the cloning true, the cloning true. facility. Yeah, okay. I'm just kidding. All right, yeah, uh, right. No, it's true. But, so but where like, was Django from? Do we know who, where Django was from? Uh, let me look real quick. Django Fett, because um, there is like when they're talking to, when Sabine is talking, you know, about House Wren and her family and and where they're from and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think House Fett is dropped in there somewhere. So actually, okay, his home world was Concord Dawn. Um, let me go look up Concord okay. Dawn real quick. Is this all legend stuff or is this canon? This now? is this is canon. So okay. this is. This is where Star Wars gets kind of vast, right? Because there's just so many different. That's crazy. Um, it's so, so cool, though. I I love yeah. that Lucas has done. Like, who else creates? Yeah. This kind of even if you just look at it financially, like Cash Cow, and then goes, yeah. I mean, if you want to go play around in there, go for it. it that's fine. Right. Right. Who has that? Is I think people don't. They like no other universe. Tolkien didn't do that, right? Like no other famous universe is doing that going yeah go ahead and create characters uh, well, it, doesn't, it can be unofficial it doesn't matter like change storylines you can have multiple storylines for Han Solo I don't care whatever yeah whatever dude uh so I want to come back to that real, real quick just yeah. um because no we, we talked about that I want to I want to bring that up um so real quickly it's I in the Mand- genius it's, yeah, yeah it's uh Concord Dawn is in the Mandalore sector uh so yeah it's, he's, okay he's, okay so he is Mandalorian technically. Yeah. okay yeah so that's where the um, helmet comes from that's where the look is from right right and that's right. why you know, I mean, because honestly, without Boba Fett, right, is the Mandalorian um, really even would he even happen? Like, because I mean, he looks just like Boba Fett to a to a like a, a casual observer. The helmet's the same, yeah. the armor's similar. He's getting the jetpack, all this. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not really like indistinguishable, is what I'm saying. So I'm thinking like a lot of a lot of the Mandalorian shows popularity would have to be due to the fact that people dug Boba Fett. And they love that look, if nothing else, right? It get, at least gets you into it. And then you're like, oh, okay, this is great storytelling. Oh, okay, we're learning about stuff we've never known before. Oh, wow, there's this, the child. Oh, there's there's cloning. And there's, you know, the Remnant Empire. Wow, this is really neat. So I, I think that I, I almost, I, th- I kind of love, I think I love Bubba Fett diehard fans more than Bubba Fett himself. And so I almost feel like you work them in here and it's they're going to love that. We could find out if it's really the same if it's the unaltered clone of Django Fett or if it's someone else wearing the armor now, did someone find the armor and they're posing as Boba Fett or they don't even know, didn't even know it belonged to Boba Fett. And now they're yeah. just this dude in this armor. That's really cool. Well, yeah, I would, I would love it. I think it'd be interesting. I think, it, um, I don't know. I, like, again, I trust, uh, Dave Filoni and all the writers on the show or whatever. Yeah. And the directors even, and, and Favreau's John, awesome. Favreau. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I think what they, when you have good, when, when someone has made a good show, um, I think you trust them until they prove themselves the contrary, right? I mean, it's just like to the point where, yeah, I mean, I don't, I almost, I can't even speculate because I'm like, whatever they're going to do is, you know, probably going to be pretty awesome. And I just, I can't wait to be surprised. 
to see, you know, is, is Boba Fett in it? How does he relate to the Mandalorian? Does he, I don't know. I, yeah, it'll be, it'll be crazy. Yeah. So, you know, so, will he be on the hunt for Luke Skywalker or something? Mm. Like what is, is there vengeance? Is he, is he seeking out Han Solo? Right. Like what's going on? Right. Who's he working for? Um, are there, are the hunts, are yeah. the hunts going to be involved? Are the hunts I mean, involved? Holy I, crap. Can I, you I hope imagine? so. I hope they, I hope we walk into hut oh. territory or, uh, not hut it or something, and but the dude, biggest one yet. Real quick, you brought yeah. up a really interesting point. I sometimes forget, and I had looked this up a long time ago, but because um, Jango Fett is, uh, it's, as we said, uh, Concord Dawn is a planet in the Mandalorian. It's a Mandalorian world, right? But his yeah. exact history was actually unknown, much mm. to his own enjoyment, much to Fett's enjoyment. Mm. Um, so while he did wear Mandalorian armor, officials of Mandalore disavowed any connection to Fett, claiming... Wow. Yeah, claiming that he was simply a bounty hunter who somehow stole an artifact from their planet's troubled Hello. past. Hello. Okay. Right. Wow. However, so exact. Yeah. So, so Boba Fett would kind of be the descendant of the exact opposite of what he is. He was saved by Mandalorians. He was adopted into that way, and and because of his gratitude, like he adopts that way, and he or he, you know, I mean, he like continues to be a Mandalorian yeah. that way. Yes. Even though he's not technically a Mandalorian, right? So they're also kind of similar in that way. Yeah, uh, exactly. Wow. So, so, so you have Din Djarin, right? Who is not? He's he's adopted the Creed or or whatever. Din Djarin. Which, yeah, I always forget that's his name. Yes. Yeah, which which is different, right? So that's where I think we're going to get into some of this. You know that what does the dark saber represent? What what like if you were you from Mandalore? Are there is there a faction of Mandalorians that are like purist and kind of say like oh yeah no. that would not let him yeah right um, you don't you don't know the way Din you don't know the way you don't know the way yeah well uh, so so this Django Fett thing is actually really interesting because his armor I didn't realize this it's made of durasteel and not Beskar so Ooh, one of that's the things a no no right. Yeah, now, now, so you look at Din Djarin, though, he fashions his in that style and then upgrades it with Beskar as he gets it. You know what I mean? So that's sort yeah. of the thing. Anytime you can get Beskar, that's that precious metal from Mandalore. Um, super hard. The Empire wanted it for obvious reasons. So, I mean, it could deflect lightsabers. You know, not a direct, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn yeah. thrust or whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean it, 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 can, it can hold up. So yeah, but that's that's fascinating that his it's kind of it's it's mysterious, um, hmm. and I thought and I could totally be wrong and I hope someone can correct me or send me a transmission about when Sabine when they're listing off the various houses, like someone mentions House Fett on Mandalore hmm. and it's not there or it's not listed or I don't I, I thought it was mentioned but not that they weren't represented or something. Hmm. I, Interesting. I could, I, I, I could totally be wrong about that, but I, I had a feeling that they were uh, import, an important house, but yet Django maybe had was distantly related or maybe even takes on the name. I don't know. I mean, who, who knows, right? Oh, If he's wow. disavowed, he's not actually a fa – I mean, I, I doubt that, but – right? I mean, maybe he has such that's a mysterious – That's sweet. That he's is a bounty so hunter. Cool. I mean, he doesn't want anybody yeah. to know who he is, where he's from. Get yeah, back to just, maybe he has a family the and yeah. the whole thing, and he didn't want. Um, I mean, he's a sentimental guy. He he keeps Boba for himself. Very true. Very uh, true. Or yeah. at least wants he wants that uh, opportunity. Well, I don't. Yeah, it's, that is interesting. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I wow. I'm glad to hear that you. I'm glad to hear that you like the idea of him coming back because I did think that is one of those things that George Lucas says, which is is be bold. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't even know that he had any. Not, I mean, 
I, I'm sure maybe he read it, thought, hey, that's cool, gave it a thumbs up. I'm moving on, doing stuff here in the prequels. George never was, uh, we talked about, you were just hinting at, uh, at this. We did this in a Patreon episode, um, and, oh God, we were talking about the boldness, the, just the, that, that George Lucas is, it's is, confidence. is, is confidence. confidence. He's a giver. He basically says, yeah, yeah. yeah, go for it. Like, like if I ever want to do something there myself, I'm the creator. I, I've, I can go there and change stuff after Return of the Jedi if I want yes. to, but I'm not going to. So you guys go and ahead. It, dude, you know? and it's like, it's none of that pettiness that usually, so usually you, you do something incredible, right? And you're very guarded of it. Yeah. And he has been the exact, uh, maybe, and maybe because he hit such a home run, Maybe because he just knocked it out of the park with the trilogy and he knew that like no one could ever touch it. It's there forever. No matter what comes after it, you always got that. And that was my idea. Right. And, you know, he did get help, right? Obviously, he didn't get it made. But and it, it relied on a lot of other people as well. You have great sure. performances. And, and his ex-wife, wasn't she pretty pivotal in Absolutely. some of those? Absolutely. Yeah. And, plot, and, and all the editing. Um, the editing was, yes, was magical. Yes. Yes. So, so it wasn't just him. But like... Essentially, it was his dream. This was his dream yeah. to make these movies. Space opera inspired by, um, he loved Flash Gordon, like one of the original yeah. like space dramas. And he wanted it to feel like this, this, this modern or futuristic, which happens in the past, I guess, epic, right? Right. And to do that, and then just say, yeah, you know what? Like, this is a fun place to live. There are a lot of creative people in the world. So maybe he even learned that in the process of making the films that he realized, hey, this this was my like general idea, but a lot of people have helped me kind of make this even better than I thought it was going to be. And so maybe he multiplied that in his head and thought, wow, this could really be, you know, whether, and whether it was motivated by, by money or, or just um, an, a genuine generosity or both. Like it could be both. It could yeah. be like, yeah, I'm, I mean, this is cool. Like let's, let's have a free for all in a, in any, in an aspect. And also like, I mean, I'm going to make some money cause I controlled the image like that. That's something else yeah. genius he did was he was like, now I'm going to, I'm going to retain the rights for the toys, like lunch boxes, t-shirts, anything that's got star right. Wars on it. That's, that's mine. Um, right. But at least in the beginning anyway, that was, that was genius for him to do that. But yeah, like what a rare thing, what a rare thing to create something so successful and then say, yeah, let's let's let as many people in as as possible. Yeah. And look what it's look what the result is. The result is there's not a person on this earth that you have to you'd have to go pretty far to find someone who doesn't know what Star Wars is. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. And I think I think the other the, the other great thing about it, and we we often talk about Tolkien, and we talked about what he did, mm -hmm. and and how he just kept working on this universe and expanding it. Um, but now, like like the fact that his state it's limited. I'll, I'll, it's, it's limited. It's, it's limited, but the fact that his estate, though, will allow people to kind of make adaptations of that and stuff. Yeah. Like we've talked mm -hmm. about entry points. I'm always yep. hopeful that you can create an entry point for other people to get in. And you're right. I mean, Star Wars, yeah. is a, it's, a, it's, it's a universe. It's a galaxy. It's always expanding. Um, yeah. His is not. It's, it's limited, although there's tons of, of ages for us to kind of play with there for entry points and get people and kids in, you know, excited and into that great story, true, which is true, which is great. You know, if you enter at, at episode one uh, or episode four or episode seven, whatever, you're going to eventually hit what I think is that is that perfect four, five, and six, and you're going to hear about a grand story, my friend. Yeah. You, 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 I mean, you're going to hear about a, a, yeah. a farm boy uh, who meets his twin sister. They were separated. You know, there, there's yeah. a... I mean, you know what I'm saying? I almost, like, 
as Ooh. I would almost argue that our age was the sweet spot because yeah. we could watch four and four, five and six as kids. Yeah. And then we got amped up for one, two and three to come out. And we were the right age for that. Like us and probably a little yeah. younger, we were the right age where we weren't critical of films and we weren't looking at it from this, this, this like guarded like this, this guarding of the originals. Right. Right. And it was something that we enjoyed for the most part. So we, we got, we got, we got to enjoy four five and six. We got to enjoy one, two and three. And then even now, now that it's, we've seen two trilogies, it's like, okay, seven, eight, nine, let's, let's go for it. Let's have a good time. Sure. And we're open to things like Mandalorian. So I just think that our, probably our age and maybe a little younger, that's the sweet spot. Dude. Cause I bet yeah. you have now, like you'd have some entry point now where it's like four, five and six are really kind of, they're fine. I don't know. The graphics are silly and yeah. this is goofy and stuff like that. But Right. Yeah. Well, and, and now it's cool is that there's so many different places where, um, you know, you could if you're guiding, um, you know, like yeah. my, my like your 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 daughters or or me, yeah. my niece and nephew, like where to go watch something. Well, the cool thing is is that it's going to come across their screens at some point because <laughs> Star Wars just keeps making new stuff. But yeah, then cool. they come and they ask, you know, hey, they ask Uncle Ez and they ask Daddy, you know, kind of where 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 do we go where, for more of this? Yeah. And what's the best? What's take the best? us down this path, and that's cool. Right that's there, what baby. I think is the family the, the the family spirit to it, and that's what George I think saw. That's why he allowed literature to like yeah. if you liked luke yeah. skywalker and you were a, a young kid and you were into that and then i could i could keep you reading i i've heard him talk about it um once i forget where i was at but but he talked about yeah the literature is great absolutely like if yeah. kids want to read yeah. about these characters and they're into reading because of that then absolutely you know well, and so. even his even his vision with the novelizations right making novelizations of his films yes i mean i think that was kind of more popular in like the 70s and 80s because i had like i mean there was like a, there's like a back to the future novelization i had that yeah. you know it's you don't that doesn't happen very often now either usually a movie's based off a book that's already written but star wars still does it right they still do novelizations yes. of the films and i think right that's awesome dude yeah and yes. that that uh that he did that even for his movie starting off setting kind of a precedent there so yeah i don't mean I, I i love it i just think it's yeah. great i think i think um i think with anything you can take it too seriously and and like get hung up on stuff and it's, i think it's cool that like why why isn't it okay that yeah i don't like that movie at all it doesn't mean it's like yeah. all or nothing for star wars no, or even no. all or nothing for this for this uh sequel trilogy or the prequels it's like you can pick and choose what you enjoy you know absolutely because there's absolutely. like you said there's so much of it it's there's nothing to even compare it to like star trek isn't as popular mm -hmm. and um i'm trying to give other things like like um People, you know like comic book heroes you got you got marvel versus dc there's two yeah. different you know yeah. so it's like it's one of those things that I don't know if it compares to anything in its scope. It is huge. It's huge. It's yeah, it's huge. Uh, uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I I love it. I love talking about it, and I am yeah, like ready to go. Um, so the Mandalorian comes out October thirtieth. Yes, and uh, and they're doing they're doing whoo. weekly things again, right? It's not yeah. gonna be a dump. It's gonna be oh, I love that. I yeah. love that. We're, we're, yeah, we, we were talking about that. We really hope that happens for Amazon's Lord of the Rings. Yes, because just the conversation that happens in between, and even even though like you know you could go. And read once once we found out where they're going with um, Loader on Prime, you could go read that portion of the Silmarillion or whatever in the histories and go, okay, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. But you're not sure of what the what liberties are going to happen in between, or exactly how it's going to be oh. executed. And yeah. that's one of the things I love about Mandalorian is you get this week by week. It's like when we were kids and we watched TV. You know, you had to wait until next week to see what happened instead of this binge where 
like, dude, I struggle to remember exactly what happens in Stranger Things mm, because yeah. I watched it over a course. Of, I watched like, you know, like eight two episodes days. Yeah. over the course of like one and a half days. Right. It's too fast. You can't process it. You're not meant to. So right. the fact that they do that for us, they go, no, you're going to have to sit on this for right. a week at a time. And it's going to stick with you a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's, you're going to have conversations about it that yeah. are me- more meaningful, I think. Um, yeah. I, I love they're choosing to do that. So yeah, yeah, me too. Well, cause I think you appreciate the work. They put so much work into it. There's little hidden nuggets and gems yes. that are foreshadowing or their, their references, allusions back to something else that's been done in star Wars. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give us a week to appreciate it. Let us go to the water cooler and talk yeah. about it or talk wherever. It. Yeah. I think it's great. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. No water. Yeah, no. Yeah, we can't. Anymore, yeah, so. it's true. That's, 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 that's true. <laughs> so avoid those at all costs. Go to um, zoom, go to zoom and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, man, uh, this has been, thank you so much for hanging yeah, out in dude. hyperspace. This is pretty that awesome. So, you know, what's, you know what's so funny? I never, ever, and I, I, I three times during this podcast, I said, oh, yeah, I got to let everyone know, this is Lane, my buddy from an unexpected <laughs> podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, I, yeah, yeah, like yeah. we just jumped right into it. And so uh, we do a lot of uh, up talking to most people know they, they, they if, you, if you're listening to this, you're listening to that, you're listening to uh, other, other projects, yeah. but Man, we just had, we are fired up. We were over in The Hobbit doing some, um, we're on what, oh, chapter great. three now, right? Over there? Yeah, our next our next chapter. We record next week, chapter three. And, um, dude, it's going awesome. We've, we've got a lot of good conversations going on in, in our, like, Patreon Zooms that we're doing once a month, Drinks at the Dragon. And, the uh, yeah, The Hobbit energy has been very, very fun. Very yeah. fun. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great time. I mean, if you like good old fashioned, you know, book clubs, that's that's exactly what it is. We we read, um, you know, Tolkien stories every episode from letters that um, listeners send in, telling how they got into Middle Earth and Tolkien, and it's a blast. And we do it. All, we do a lot of crazy stuff in between too. A lot of extras, yeah. just small talk, and uh, we're we're playing around with YouTube and and yeah. starting to speculate on the on the show, <laughs> and you know, it's great, dude. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's. It's yeah. uh, one heck of a hobby to have. I'll tell you that much. It's a blast. Yeah, it, re- it really is. And I'm telling you, man, I, 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 uh, I say this to Matt and I, I say this to you. I, I have two of the best co-hosts a guy could ask for, man. Yeah. And I'm I mean, telling you. I wouldn't do it with anybody else, man. It's And then and then and further up, you know, you, me, and Sarah, it's magic. go into the world of, of, of Narnia. and That yeah, is Matt. That is a hidden yes. gem. That uh, I, it'll never get the appreciation it deserves. It's it's my favorite thing we do. Um, yeah. We're getting ready to start Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, which right. is going to be I'm really excited for. Uh, I think we've all read it. We just got to have we got to find time for us to all yeah. be awake at the same time to record it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in yeah. person, I like doing that one in person. Honestly, yeah. it's just we got to all be there. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a blast too. So we're working our way through the world of uh, of Narnia. It just seemed like a nice pairing, obviously, to Middle Earth because uh, Lewis and Tolkien were lifelong friends and, and besties and part of the Inklings and influenced each other's writing and personal lives a lot. So um, it's it's why. And he also has a space trilogy that we need to get through, and he has all of his um, you know other uh, kind of more um, uh, religious Christianity writings right. that we could get into and screw tape letters, things like that, mere Christianity stuff. So things that really uh, make you think. That's for yeah, sure. man. Yeah, Ooh. he is very introspective, and which is interesting because I think a lot of people write him off as being simple or being allegorical. But right, right. No, I don't know, man. I've had more aha moments in one book, or just even I don't know connections to stuff going on that I didn't even really think or didn't know how to articulate. 
with with Narnia than I've had in any other um, series I've read. So he's a, he's an author who really he cuts to it, man. Yeah. With with an economy of words, he he does more than most people do in, in pages. So yeah, yeah, he really does. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm I, I, again, folks, if you if you're into that, if you've read Narnia and you want to check it out, it's my kind of first read through. We did the Magician's yeah. Nephew, and then mine too, mine too, yeah, actually. Yeah, line the Witch we were talking the actually this yeah. for for Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. It's actually a reread for all of us because we've all we have all read it before, right? But it's the only one out of all seven. It's the only yeah. one that's going to be a reread. So right, and it's been a while, but yeah, yeah. So that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. That's that's yeah. um. Yeah, so that is uh, the handle on that is Aslan Moves, right? I think it's mm-hmm. that's As Aslan Moves. So you guys can find yes, that. Yes, sir. There. Aslan Moves. That's right. I'll, I'll yep. put I'm gonna put links to in the in the description of this episode so folks can go yeah. you know, find all those projects because I'm telling yeah. you it's it's a lot of fun if you're looking for for other things to kind of fill your uh, drive to work or your drive home or your weekends. Um, yeah, those definitely. Are, those we'll definitely do that. A lot long of fun. commutes long yeah. commutes are good for for those two <laughs> all right wait don't forget uh again follow lane come over to an unexpected podcast further up check that out uh we talked to kyle katarn i'm sure i'm gonna talk more about it i'm sure Let's matt's go, gonna be man. jelly he's gonna be he's gonna be like hey, matt, kyle katarn matt i think dash rendar needs one more flight baby i think he's gotta <laughs> take the old got to take the old flying cypress out to uh yeah out to portland to see you. i don't know maybe he's got a final home I don't yeah. know, man. What was All the right. ship called? The Millennium Seduction something, or something? Evan Look what Hawk, he can do, too. Know. Look at that yeah. flexibility. Oh, dude, man, yeah. Come, dude. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Matt's oh, going to have great. fun with that. Put some, hey, you can make some tiny sunglasses for him, too, and just put them right on. Could you maybe imagine? I'll send these, maybe I'll send these. These are my girls, but maybe I'll send them to Matt, too, and you can <laughs> put them on next episode. Oh, God. Oh, I dude. love him, man. I can't, and we're really excited, too, because he's going to jump on an episode of The Hobbit. We're yeah. going to talk. We're finally going to get to talk favorite middle earth video games um i am i'm ecstatic to have that time with matt so it'll it'll yeah. be a good time yeah, yeah that'd be good that'd be good yeah all right well uh friends thank you so much um for for hanging out with us here in, oh, in hyperspace and thank you for having me yes. yeah. i didn't i didn't mean that, oh. yeah how rude thank you for having no. me man this is a blast well, i i promise you go back or to the blaster. beginning Go, you talk about rudeness. I was like, we just jump. We, you, you and I just jump into conversations, and I was yeah, like, too. I never even mentioned that. Like Lane, I think everyone probably knows it, and I'll put it in the title. But I'm like, hey. I just jumped into a conversation, and just I can't help myself, man. Star Do Wars. Do you know just, who I am? Am I of the Fett House or am I not? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You got maybe I just stole. Maybe I just stole this man's skin. Is that? Some, Ooh, uh, that sounds creepy. Wow, wow. That's, that's a different fandom. I don't know. I don't know, that that, I don't know what fandom. I don't know what fandom that is. But, uh, I mean, Silence of the Lambs or something. Somebody, somebody just for whoa. Hello. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Switch her up. All right. Hello. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Uh, again, we as we as we get into the um, lead up to the Mandalorian, send us your transmissions. I'd love to kind of see what your guys' thoughts and theories are. We do actually have a batch of those. So uh, Matt was away on vacation this weekend, and uh, we'll, we'll get back after it uh, next week. We're going to read through your transmissions. So send those our way. Uh, if you like the podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time. And remember, and I was going to say, traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops, but I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with Chewy Lives.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.